Hey, this is Alejandro Pelais from Dinograve and Madras, and you're experiencing Poppet's Corner. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Poppet's Corner. Thoroughly excited to be back. We are broadcasting right now out of the San Diego Metal Swap Meet. And, of course, we have uh, Mr. Sean Peck here. How are you doing, Sean? I need Thanks to do a Metal friend. Swap Meet song. Metal Swap Meet! Something like that. We need a Metal Swap Meet little jingle. jingle. Yeah. yeah, don't we? I think so. That was that it? Very fitting. That, that was it right That's there, the first it? one. That's the first, the version A. Version A. Good to be on your show, man. Yeah. This is cool. Thanks for Thanks coming for on me. and stopping by and hanging out. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Your time here. So let's get right off the bat with what you got coming up. So I'd like to know, because you're always, you're always up to something every fucking day, it seems. Yeah. We are in, I guess, a, a Pectober kind of month here. So what is going on in Well, your for world? people that don't know, the, the term Pectober originated... From when uh, I put out three albums in one month. And it was, like, not planned, but it was, like, three different labels. And they're all, like, crammed in the Three Tremors album, the Denner Sherman album, that was Metal Blade, and then the Cage album all in the same month. And we're like, what the fuck is, is this smart? And then we just branded it Pectober, and, like, everybody bought them. And we're like, fuck yeah, Pectober. It's quite a pace. And so every time October comes up, people are like, are you releasing three albums this month? I'm like, no, not this time. <laughs> you set the bar, man. Right. It's your fault. You set it pretty high. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's, uh, there's always something brewing. I mean, now that when I first was started in the metal world, I was in one band and one band, you know, did what it took to scratch my metal itch. And now I'm like a, a band, like, I'm like a band whore. I'm like a whore now where it's like singing this band, singing that band. Um, so we've got Cage. Cage hasn't put out an album since 2014, but we have a new album coming out next year. And um, people are really excited about that because it's, you know, we haven't done one in so long. And that, uh, we probably have like 20 songs done for it uh, already. But I'm just like, uh, I'm always like, is it good enough? You know? And, you know, it's like the Death Clock episode, like Don't Erase the Album, you know, episode where he keeps Keeps trashing the album. And I'm like, it's good, but is it, you know? So... I think I personally want to write probably like four or five more slammers just to make sure that uh, it's up to the cage standards. Now, with obviously your expertise and experience when it comes to making record after record after record and experiencing label after label after label, I'm generally curious, do you find yourself liking to work with labels more so compared to doing it all yourself? It, what do, some of the benefits, com, you know, with work, yeah, with where you're at in in your specific career. I mean, that is, I'm, I'm in a bit of a transition period right now. Now, I, so I have the label Steel Cartel, which I usually put all my stuff out on, which is cool because, you know, we run shit tons of print ads and all the European magazines, and we hire the top publicists and shit that you would never get. You know, from a from a regular label, if you were if you were just doing it through a regular label, but it's a lot of work, and so now I'm kind of like looking at the albums I have coming up, going, do I want to do all the work for this one, or do I want to let someone else handle it? And it's cool because we uh, we put put together a lot of insane bundle pre order package with lots of uh, physical. I mean, we're the we were the kings of the physical medium because we had, I mean, socks. 
uh, fucking lenticular shit, posters. Uh, I'm running out of like I'm running out of like merch ideas because we've done everything. Lunchbox. Lunchboxes would be cool. Actually, I haven't done the lunchboxes yet, but that's a good idea. Your dad's full of fucking great ideas, man. He's this guy knows what's going on. Absolutely. And so, um, and the, when we get a, quite a bit of pre-order money from those, you know, gotta have it all packages, and so. But one of the things that's come into play uh, that's been a big pain in the ass is um, fucking getting vinyls made is impossible. We're still trying to get the last three Tremors album vinyl made. And it's like companies now just go like, we will not take your order, period. Like, because? Well, because of supply chain and the vinyl. You know, it's like it's eight to 15 months to get a vinyl album made. Right now. That's due to materialistic wise? Materials, just- raw materials, and the amount of orders that there are. <laughs> so we were using a Canadian company, a big company, and they're garbage. I hate Canada. I think we should invade Canada. I don't think they're worthy to stand on their own. I think we have taken a soft approach to Canada for far too long, and it's reflected in their business practices. Is their product bad? The product's bad. It's expensive hell to ship out of Canada. They have to have everything has to say made in Canada on the wrappers and shit. So Canada, I hate you. <laughs> but I don't want to get on a Canada tangent here. And I live in Alaska. I'm from a, 10 years in Alaska, so I'm from the great white north, you know. So what are some of the benefits to working with a label, again, at this place yeah. and time in your specific career? You just don't have to, you know... You just fire and forget kind of thing. But um, that's going to be hard for me to do since I'm such a you know micromanager and you really want to push it and you're fired up for it. But um, So we have a Cage album coming out. We have a, um, a new Death Dealer album coming out. We just did Death Dealer's a band I'm in with Ross the Boss, um, Stu Marshall. from He's a famous mm-hmm. guitar player in Australia. Uh, Mike LaPond is in the band now from Symphony X. And the drummer Steve Bolognese, who was in Witherfall and... He was at Into Eternity and um, Ross the Boss Band. Right, so you're always constantly working with, with like, top-tier musicians. Well, we record, like, like, during the pandemic, like, the Stu Marshall, the Death Dealer guy, is, like, writes 10 riffs a day kind of guy, you know? So it's just an endless amount of material. And so we literally already recorded, like, I think I did, like, 90 songs recorded in, like, a year. Wow. We just kept, like blasting it so death dealer has like two and a half to three albums already done the next album that's done for death dealer and we already i'll show you the artwork offline it's really killer um that's you know everyone's like dude it's our best album yet this one is the best one i'm always the opposite i'm always the guy like like i don't know man that last album was pretty good um but this but this death dealer album could be the best one it's just the songs that came out really good yeah so we, we just put out an EP for Death Dealer, which the label was like, oh, man, we got to, the publicist, I should say. So we got to put out an EP. I've never done an EP. I'm not really a big fan of EPs, but I'm like, all right. So we actually took four songs off the fifth album. So the fourth album is the new one that's going to come out. We already had the fifth album ready to go. So we took four songs off that and made that an EP. And the EP is just crushing. It was like, it's a Mad Max thing called Fuel Injected Suicide Machine and the video came out really good. Um, we have a song that we wrote called Blood for Gasoline. We didn't know it was going to be a documentary song when we wrote it. But now, uh, the way gas prices are, it kind of became a narrative. 
on what's going on. So we did the EP. Yeah. We the, and the the Fork Death Dealer album coming out is is fantastic. We're really excited about that. Now, how do you how do you plan your time accordingly with all these different projects? Because you're one man, so it's like yeah. obviously you're not mixing this stuff. You're yeah. just generally singing, tracking the vocals, tracking it, sending it. Yeah, and that's all you can do, really. But if I, there's you know if there's a certain urgency for something, I'll, you're like, oh, I gotta bust this out. But if it's just like what I'm feeling at the time, what's up, man? What I'm feeling at the time, then I'll um, I will uh, just go. Ah, oh, dude, I want to jam on this right now. We did a couple covers for uh, Death Dealer. We did Unchain the Night by Dokken, and it came out killer, dude. I'm like, I'm proud of that one. And then we did um, uh, Holy Diver. What the fuck is it? Rainbow in the Dark? Holy Diver? Holy fuck, I can't even remember which one it is. Rainbow in the Dark, maybe. Um, anyway, so we did, and then I, did, I even did a cover of Eddie Murphy's My Girl Wants to Party All the Time. That's and awesome. it's fucking amazing. If you guys are listening to this, go to YouTube, look up Sean Peck party all the time. Because I get to, I do uh, Rick James voice. I do all the voices. It's fucking great. Anyways, that's cool. But how, how do you delegate which or who's going to do which each of the tasks when it comes to each of your records? Because you're doing a lot of records. So how I'm just then blowing you know my you mind. work. I'm working. We write, me and Stu, the guitar player, write most of the stuff for Death Dealer. So just me and him, and we're skyping and. He'll sit there on the guitar and go, what about this, mate? And he's so quick on the, we'll go, I go, oh, that's sick. And then he'll just, like, lay it down in two seconds, and I'll have a piece. It's great. Um, and then the Cage guys, Cage has an advantage because we all live here in San Diego. So a lot of these bands are all internet bands, but we're a band that's in the room together, jamming, old school. Um, and you can write a lot of cool songs organically when you just come up with something on the fly. So that's kind of cool for the cage thing. Um, and then the Three Tremors is a cage thing, too. We write all the songs for the Three Tremors. If you're listening, the Three Tremors is me, Ripper Owens, and Harry Conklin from Jack Panzer, Panzer, where we all three sing at the same time. We have two albums for that. So even though, like I was saying, Cage hasn't done an album since uh, 2014, 2014 yeah. we have done two Three Tremors albums, which are basically cage albums with two other dudes singing. Right, and you've done 50 other albums, uh, you know, with this project. Dennis and this project. Sherman. Yes. And yeah, yeah. So now, um, uh, before I get into some breaking news, do you, do you, you want to continue on that thread, that thought? Well, I'm just curious who you get to mix these and master these, because, you, again, you're doing so many different albums. It's like, that's like, for one, you it's gotta, expensive. Yeah, there's <laughs> got to be a grandmaster. You know, I'm like, oh, get that. You're definitely, I'm the guy pushing the buttons and like, hey, dude, you need to get the drums done on this track and... So I'm I'm orchestrating you know a lot of it and I'm the guy that gets the artwork. I'm the, yeah, it's a lot of work, but it's cool. The creative process, man. When you get the when you unbox that package and you get the first CD and you're like, fuck yeah, you know? yeah. But by that time you've listened to all the songs a thousand times and you're fucking sick of it and you're like, fuck this album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Everyone else is pumped on it though. Yeah, it's true, man. Now. How- when are we going to see you guys actually play at the San Diego Metal Swap Meet? You know? Well, we did. We played one. I don't remember when, how many years ago. And we, it was at, when it was at Queen Bee's, the inside place. And, dude, the PA kept blowing. Is that the place we were talking about? Yeah, it's, like, really confined and yeah. small. And but it was a cool stage. stage. Yeah. It was a cool stage. And the PA just kept blowing out. So I'm like, oh, dude, we're too much for this fucking place. <laughs> we are too metal for this fucking metal swap meet. And, I mean, that wasn't me just calling it out. That was just the facts. 
because the PA just kept blowing out. And I was like, God damn it. I was literally up there just stand-up comedian style for like an hour, like trying my best material. Like Mike Tyson said the best punch he ever threw was at Robin Givens, his wife. That's what he said. That's a true story. <laughs> that kind of stuff, that kind of material. It's fucking awesome. All uh, right, I'm ready for it. I am. I'm ready. Like, I, I think it's it's obviously long overdue. Maybe a th- get a three tremors or something at the. Yeah, dude. I would. I uh, well. What we're now another thing we're doing right now with the Cage stuff is, so Cage is the backing band for Ripper Owens. When Ripper, we're doing some solo shows with him where Cage is going to open, and then the guys are going to stay on with Ripper, and and then he gets up and plays his set. We're going. We're doing. Um, L.A., Seattle, Anchorage, Alaska. Actually, we're going to Alaska to play, which I used to live in Alaska. And so I'm in there, like, rehearsing with them all the time. And so we know all these priest songs. So we're going to be doing a caged, we're going to be doing caged priest. So we're going to be, it's kind of like a tribute band, but we're also going to do, like, songs from Fight, songs from Halford Solo. Two. Songs two. from, we're not going to do any two songs. Uh, you know, we're, stuff we're, would be good. What, what from, can you share? Resurrection. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> can you can you can you hit those? No pressure on that. He just gave us a full concert on the show. That's all right. And you know, Halford just they play the recording when he does that. I'm like, fuck that. I'm gonna sing that shit. I'm gonna come out and fucking. I'd love to fucking see that live. Yeah. So no one's playing those songs. We're like, that'd be fun instead of just another Judas Priest tribute band. Like fucking throw it. And then we're gonna do Scream Machine from Beyond Fear. We love playing that one live. We opened for Hammerfall and we opened the set with that song. And Hammerfall was like, look at this, like, what the fuck? I'm like, that's right, bitch. This is, what, <laughs> this is how it's going down tonight. Fucking Keep up with this. Yeah. Right? Good, good now, luck. Now, is there a specific style in your career that you have not done yet that you would like to? Well, there's um, there's a bunch of, you know, I'm with these badass metal bands, and every time I bring up a love song or sex, they're like, dude, we can't do that. So I have, like, I'm like... Dude, half the Judas Priest songs are sex, love, blah, blah, blah. Van Halen, every song is. Every Dawkins song, every rat song. Jeez. Like, We can't get one of these fucking things in here because I want to write some goddamn sexual innuendos. <laughs> and I and I tried my hand at it, and I realized I'm fucking great at writing. You want me, you want me to give you a little sample sure, of some magic? Okay, this is going to break. Sure. Okay. You know I like to party almost every night. So if you bring your girlfriend, I will treat her right. So come on, be my genie, baby, grant my wish. The three of us together makes a tasty, makes a tasty dish. Boom, mock drop, mic drop. Sounds like a Three Tremors song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's like magic. The, right three there. Of, <laughs> the three of us together makes a tasty dish. Yeah, that's a Three Tremors song, isn't it? <laughs> I like bad it. Bad joke, bad joke. So anyway. I have a bunch of like hard rock, you know, cool songs like that with nowhere to go so i'm thinking about doing a fake band where i get like uh like five 18 year old dudes with long hair that like look great and and pretend like that's the band and like just to put a picture of them on the cover and then call the album like hot nights in the streets or something like that and then you know put those songs out so that is i'm seriously considering (laughs) or a picture of me like on a throne with like a hundred fucking strippers like hanging all over me with fire and yeah cars. all that yeah. shit dragons yeah, you have and that, shit you know fire out of trash cans got it warehouse dirt all that shit now 
walk me through what's what the the breaking news yeah. or whatever. Have you, have you gotten to it? Did I miss it? Well, that I mean, part? Michael Denner, the guitar player of Merciful Fate, he kind of he kind of broke this a little bit. Um, so, you know, Michael Denner's not playing with Merciful Fate. Um, and I was in the band Denner Sherman with Hank Sherman and Michael Denner. Did two great albums on Metal Blade Records that were like, you know, people were like, dude, this is Merciful Fate. This is amazing. Except the singer. Like, the singer, fuck, can you please, can you release an instrumental version of this album? The singer's fucking horrible. That's so funny. We, I got a lot of that because, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not King Diamond. And, like, I can sing like King Diamond, but these guys don't want me to sing like that on these records. Like, I was forbidden of doing any of that shit. So, um, me and Pete Black, the guitar player from King Diamond in the heyday, um, them, Conspiracy, The Eye, back, you know, the, the, the yeah, main line guy, and Michael Denner. And Hal Patino of King, uh, a King Diamond King bass Diamond, player. Yes. And a drummer that will go unnamed right now. That I cannot reveal that that information. Sure. But um, we've already been we've got like five songs together already. And it's it's so King Diamondy, it's like crazy. I'll let you I could let you hear some stuff too. Yeah, I'll um, I'll and it's uh, Pete Black is just writing these riffs and it just sounds like Abigail and them, and it's just crazy. And so then I came in, and he's flown out here a bunch of times. We've recorded out here in San Diego. He's done some recording in Andy LaRoque's studio. I'm like, dude, don't let fucking Andy LaRoque hear this shit. What do you think? But he's like best friends with Andy, and, you know, so, of course. Um, And then I go online and make fun of King Diamond all the time. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of my videos. (laughs) So you you got a lot of projects, obviously, in you know, yeah. in the works. Yeah. Uh, now, where is the best place? I want to thank you for coming on and giving me a few minutes of your time to nice. do this with me. Right on. Uh, where is the best place for people to support everything Sean Peck? Oh, uh, man. You know, steelcartel.com. Steelcartel.com has a lot of links to the different, you know, websites. But you can go to all the, you know, Facebook pages and Instagram. Most of the most of the band stuff's on Facebook. Instagram's where I do all my comic book stuff. And also, if you like comic books... Hit me up on Hell Destroyer Comics on Instagram. Hell nice. Destroyer Comics. I'm a comic freak right now. Like comics, comics has been taking all my heavy metal time lately. So, and I love with the, what you're doing with Death Deal, where you're only putting three songs on Spotify, so you got to go buy the album. I love that whole. That's concept. a whole other. Yeah, yeah that, a whole other issue. You know, other if you want to see can. the new Black Adam movie, the, and you don't want to go buy a ticket at the movie theater, you got to wait six months to watch it on HBO. That's right. That's how, we're, and that's the way music should work too. That's right. Well, Mr. Sean Peck, pl- uh, pleasure. We're shaking hands. Pleasure. We just shake hands. Yes, sir. And, Good to uh, meet you, buddy. And, Same uh, here, man. Go Padres. For, for Go Padres tonight. Let's do it. Absolutely. Thanks for coming let's on. Let's make some and, dreams come true. And uh, let's get you back on relatively soon, man. Yeah, man. Thanks, everybody. And we will see you soon. Another episode of Poppers Corner, guys. We're out of here. Cheers. <laughs>